Stunner for the win, baby. This is a uh, New England-style IPA from Beard Brewing Company. This is the first time I had this. I, I'm interested. This is a nice little picture of a dude doing a stunner on here. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? I've got a Wonder Star this week out of Flying Monkey Craft Brewery. I believe it's a Canadian-based company from what I can read on the can here. It's got uh, Ontario, Canada. So I'm kind of interested to get this down. Is it an IPA? It's a uh, botanical lager, actually. Okay. That is the brightest, most fun can I've ever seen in my I life. Oh, we by should the post way. a picture of it so you guys can yep. see. <laughs> I'm drinking a Definitive. It's um, their IPA out of Portland, Maine. It looks like this looks like uh, like something from Dr. Seuss. Yeah, it, it honestly looks like almost like an energy drink that you'd buy. Yes, <laughs> keep it away from the kids. All right, back to the. Uh, <laughs> back to I do want to see this actually. Hold on, hold on, one second. Yeah, so uh, we'll get into some news for you in a second after everybody gives us a, a sip. The intro, thirty fifth podcast. Um, no Craig today. Um, he's babysitting duty tonight. His children. Well, His yeah. Biological. Oh, no, exactly like that. Um, <laughs> he's on dad duty. I got a babysitter. He's on dad duty tonight. Seventh year in a row. <laughs> so uh, you can listen to us on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Google Play, and now we're on iHeartRadio, I believe yeah. so, Tom. Sweet. Yeah, I got an email. We got approved for that. So. Yeah, I put in for that weeks ago, and like, like oh, well, it could take months. Like, All right, <laughs> whatever. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TopShelfFNTSY. And into the news, boys. Give me the beat. Boys. Boys. <laughs> Give me the beat. Um, boys. Our, our first thing here is uh, Cam v- visits Dick Doctor. <laughs> yeah, his foot. Um, yeah, Cam goes to the doctor. Um, I honestly, I don't know. I, I so, I it sounds like he's probably gonna get shut down for the year because uh, they say he's not progressing. But I don't know if that's just like speculation because somebody's like, oh yeah, we saw Cam in Chicago going to see Doctor uh, whoever it was Rosen House yeah. or something. And um, they're just like thinking of it negatively, or if Cam went to say, "Hey, am I a hundred percent?" I think the GM came out and said he wasn't progressing the way they expected him to. So if that's the case, I mean, Cam's Cam's done. Cam shut down for I mean, the year. It's week nine now, so right. I, you put him on the IR and you get another active. Uh, you get another roster spot. Yeah, I mean, I, I just looked it up real quick. It's his third medical opinion on his injured foot, and he went to the most renowned foot specialist in in the country. Um, that's, I mean, all of that says bad. That's the equivalent of uh, the MLB guys going to check out that. Who, who's the guy that does all the Tommy John surgeries? It's the same thing. I'd be looking. Yeah, for, sure. I'd be looking for him to shut it down any day now. Um, I mean, in Kyle Allen has won games. He, Kyle Allen has not won games for the team, but they have won with him under center. So. I guess they're probably he's just a sustainable rolling. starter. I mean, he's yeah. not going to be flashed by any means, but and why bother trotting Cam out there if he's not a hundred percent and ruin you know your franchise, your your, your only quarterback for the I long mean, this, term. This could be his whole career. So yeah. there are, and I'm gonna I'm looking it up now. So maybe at some point I'll jump back in. He's got a list Frank injury, which is like killed athletes in uh, basketball baseball it's just it's not a good injury to have so if you have him in dynasty scotty <laughs> you might want to follow this <laughs> well hopefully he retires so he can get some relief <laughs> <laughs> um the next one is Dwayne Haskins is gonna start 
So you can drop everyone in <laughs> the Redskins. Even AP? I, I mean, you keep, you keep the running backs. Uh, I mean, and if for some reason they decide to bring Geis back, um, I mean, Geis is, is a pickup. Uh, but Terry uh, McHaskins can be dropped. Uh, you think he's a – that's a good um, – That's a good hold or fold. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, but, I mean, right now – I mean, we'll we'll have to see how this plays out. Yep. Because you're probably not dropping him. I mean, I'm not dropping him right away, but I'm not – I'm not optimistic about but it. But Tom, he played with him in college. That's yeah, got to be. No. That's got to be something, right? <laughs> Mason Rudolph and James Washington played in college too. And look I at Deontay Co- Johnson, Kobe Fleener, and Andrew Luck. Yeah, nothing. And none of them Andrew Luck retired because of Fleener. <laughs> that, a lot of people oh, don't okay. know that. That's a top shelf scoop. <laughs> Actually, Fle- hot take. <laughs> Fleener retired in like four years. Yeah, Fleener was a bum or like, neck injuries. Every single year, I was like, "Oh, he's gonna be nasty." He goes down to play with Drew Brees. He's gonna be nasty. Nope, bum. Terrible. You stay. All right. Too long on um, Fleener talk. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get into uh, the rest of the news here. We got bi week teams this week uh, Atlanta, Cincy, LA, New Orleans. Um, or I guess I have to be specific the LA Rams, not the. Oh, yeah. The yeah. Chargers. The LA now. Chargers. Um, yeah. I mean, a lot of talent on these teams fantasy wise. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, Tom, you want to take us into injuries? Yeah. So Sterling Shepard looks like he's likely to play. Um, some of the questionable guys we had: Devontae Adams, Adam Thielen, uh, Marquise Brown, Deshaun Jackson, James White, Dede Westbrook. Um, I think the names that I listed off down towards the bottom. So Dede's been banged up; like he's got multiple things going on. Deshaun hasn't seen the field since Week One. James White, this I mean, he's going to be fine. But I know Hollywood has been nursing. Uh, what is a hamstring? He's been nursing his injury for quite a while. Adam Thielen's been nursing his, and Devontae Freeman and his toe are uh, not doing great. So, I mean, you got to watch all these guys go. I mean, these guys are all legitimately game-time decisions questionable. And, these, and I would are, they are. these aren't Tom Brady questionable that we had mentioned earlier. Yeah, so we took those kind of Q tags off of this one. Yeah, yeah, and I would be incredibly skeptical of the D.D. Westbrook tag in particular. Last week he went out, game-time decision. Went out, played, played, I don't know, a couple drives, got hurt, and sat the rest of the game after, I think, two targets and one catch. So even if he goes, you might want to take him out of your lineup because you're not sure that he's going to have another tweak, something goes wrong. And Chris Conley has performed well in his absence, so he's probably somebody that can afford to take the week off uh, at this point because you still have DJ Shark, Chris Conley, and uh, somebody else showed up last week whose name I can't Keelan Cole. Yeah, uh, Keelan Cole. There he is. Um, Doubtful. James Conner, as well as uh, Snell. I think Snell's out a few weeks, so um, yep. I see Conner not playing at all. I no. think it's going to be a big Jalen Samuels week. And Pat Mahomes, is he's questionable. We put him in the doubtful thing. They brought up, a I think, a practice squad quarterback, so uh, it kind of shows he's not going to play yep. Sunday. No point to rush him back either. Um, I guess we'll get into the outs. Yeah. Trey Carson uh, just got put on the IR uh, for the Lions. Um I don't know where they are now with JGI. I haven't heard. A I haven't thing heard anything in, other three, than in two more days. Out. I mean, yep. you would think they would sign him right away, but I mean, is this a good sign for Ty Johnson? Or I mean, it's not a good backfield to have stakes of. But yeah, no, I mean, and they play Oakland 
this week. Yeah, I mean, don't start anyone. Maybe pick up Ty if he was dropped and see if he does anything. But uh, I don't know. This is <laughs> it's just that I want no parts of it. Yes. And then drop him next week. That's, that's, <laughs> it's easy as that. Like you said, it's a nightmare situation. But if you can stash him and one of these guys, either Johnson or McKissick, goes out and has a big week, then at least you've got him. So, and if he stinks, so I've right. got him. Right. And that's, and that's we had discussed that on Monday. It's like... You have to hold them because you likely invested a lot of fab on them. And one of them's going to pop at some point, you would think. Yeah. So I just picked him up in our other league. Someone spent 25 bucks on him, dropped him. I picked him up for 2 bucks. I could have got him for 0 But I have a bye week hell in week 10. Right. This guy plays week 10. I mean, if he goes out there and gives me 10 points this week on the bench, I can start him with confidence next week. But this freaking fly. There's a fly <laughs> in here. In the studio. We, in the studio. Dude. We've... Scotty I had it, it in his I hand, it with hand and went to go open up his hand to see if he away. was dead and it flew away. If that doesn't, oh, that was some precision. Right and there. I'll go uh, to the the outs as well as uh, T.Y. Hilton, O.J. Howard again, Delaney Walker again, Flacco on the IR. Um, Will Fuller is also out. Yeah. Flacco on the IR is interesting because I'm very interested to see how that passing game it get gets attacked now because that that whole offense I think is going to have to change. Yeah, the one thing I always say though with these guys that come in late in the season, quarterback goes down, they go out there with no inhibitions and no worries in the world and they just sling the ball. So, you could see Cortland Sutton see 14 targets on Sunday and I would not be that surprised. Yeah. He has to, I mean, Brandon Allen, is it Brandon? Yeah. B. Allen has to throw it to somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and they drafted Drew Locke. So for Brandon Allen, he knows he's not the future quarterback. Yeah, exactly. And Drew Locke's, Drew Locke's on the week, IR. Well, he's, I think he's, de- de- is he designated to return? Today or this week or next week, I think, yeah. We'll, yeah so we'll for keep Brandon Allen, he's going to go out there and say, like, listen, I, I don't care. I'm, I'm going to Matt Schaub this and throw for 460 yards. Let's get about. Oh yeah, that was that was truly amazing. All right, so move on to our buy low sell highs. I think that's that's probably the best segment to to move into. Yeah, Tom, who you got for a buy low? Oh yeah, I'm first here. Uh, Love Belt, really, all of the Jets are my buy low. We've been talking about this, um, you know, for a couple weeks now that their schedule just opens up and it's perfect. I've been trying to hammer uh, one of my league mates for Love Bell on every single trade. Um, for 10 years for, for Le'Veon Bell um, but really get all the Jets I, I think they're, this, the schedule that they have coming up I wish I had it right in front of me I don't, I should um, but it's not Miami there this week. I think Cincinnati <laughs> they get Miami. Up, Miami they again. have a lot of sub 500 teams coming. they got Miami, the Giants, Washington Oakland, Cincy, Miami again <laughs> oh. yeah. Baltimore and Pittsburgh Yeah, and, and here's a team that wants to be competing in the AFC East. I know that they just try to trade everyone. Bro- everyone. <laughs> and I, do, we, I don't understand why they were doing that. But if there was ever a time for the Jets to say, we're here, and for Sam Darnold to sit there and say, I, I'm an NFL starting quarterback in the AFC East, better watch out. It's it's this stretch run of, of uh, schedule that's coming up. So, I like it. If you can get a jet, I I, I, I think you're setting yourself up good. Chris Herndon, probably not. <laughs> like, mm. Let me let it, me just take that off the table. When, yeah, depends when he, he's going to play. They're, they're tight ends, but Jamison Crowder, Robbie Anderson, Sam Darnold, Lev Bell, those four specifically, if you can buy low on them. And Lev Bell, I think, is the number one that you target. Um, I, I, I think if you can buy low on any of them, I, I think you're – 
yeah. going to set yourself up for a good championship run. For sure. Yeah, I love me some Jets. Uh, my buy low is Odell Beckham Jr. I don't think he's has been this low his entire career. I mean, it's just abysmal. Again, they played Denver this week with a depleted defense. Everyone there is hurt or traded away. So if there's a week he can tear it up, it's this week, and maybe the Browns kind of click. I'm pretty sure they have a decent schedule coming up fantasy-wise. So um, it's tough to get him for low because of his name alone. It's that you know, it's that name value that he's still you know a top five receiver just by his name. So if you can get, I mean, if you can trade my sell high who i'll talk about later for him that's i think it's perfect yeah i agree i mean i think i had odell as my buy low last week same concept yeah like i felt weird up. putting him back on there I'm but like, he deserves to be he there did he did nothing did, last yeah. week so. but two but two weeks in a row just hits home like you have you the owner of the 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 odell owner is likely he's freaking out yeah. or yeah, it's just he's frustrated so if you can show him something um, all right, on to Craig's by low. Craig, Joe Mixon. So I, I all right. So my one thing about Joe Mixon that I want to say. So in one of our leagues, we had Joe Mixon get traded for Larry Fitzgerald and who was the other one, Corey? Oh, uh, Lindsey. Was it Phil Lindsey? If Philip Lindsey. So Philip Lindsey and Larry Fitzgerald for Joe Mixon, and then one of our league mates tried to take. The Larry Fitzgerald and Philip Lindsay package and flip it for Alvin Kamara. <laughs> <laughs> and when we're all in our group chat, the guy who just traded away Joe Mixon goes, wait a second. Joe Mixon for Alvin Kamara is what this kid's trying to do right now. Understand that when you Did make trades. No, it all didn't good. happen. Understand that when you make trades, perceptions get made. And that is what you need to avoid. So if you're going to go and buy Joe Mixon or sell Joe Mixon, it's very hard to then take it and flip it for something more than what you sold it for. Yeah, exactly. And I think what Craig's doing with his buy low here is uh, mostly dependent on the Cincy schedule, which is a little little bit more favorable coming up. Um, And, I mean, Joe Mixon looked a little bit improved last week, but really he was a touchdown difference than what he's been yeah. all year and this is also goes into craig's bull prediction of ryan yeah. fidley coming in and we will have craig talk about that though yeah. i mean he, i mean craig's gonna have to talk about yeah, he'll have to defend these aj greenback too kind of spaces out the run game too um and speaking of new quarterback who yeah. knows nothing to lose now just run run the ball yeah. Oh, and going to the wide receiver. Yeah, court. so my buy low is A.J. Green this week. Coming back from injury, hopefully in week 10. Um, you sit him for a week if you can grab him. And I'm thinking, at, to this point in the year, any A.J. Green owner is probably exhausted that he hasn't come back yet. I mean, we were thinking, I, I, I say we because I picked A.J. Green in two leagues, and it's really burned me here. <laughs> but at most, I think at the beginning of the year, we are looking at like a four- or five-week injury tops. Now we're into week 10 for him to return. That being said, new quarterback, he's going to look at his all-pro, all-world talent, A.J. Green, uh, repeatedly to, you know, just as, not a safety valve because he's probably going to be downfield, but it's going to be who he looks at first more than anybody else. Maybe Tyler Boyd sees a good uh, chunk of those receptions as well. But A.J. Green is probably due for a big uptick. He has a point to prove. He's looking for a long-term contract from the Bengals. If you can get him since he hasn't played all year and he's – on a buy, you can trade somebody maybe that is actually playing this week to an AJ Green owner. You might have a little bit more leverage than you've had throughout the rest of the year. If you could get him for the right price, he's a good yeah. he's a good ad. 
And if you're a champion, like if you're a team that's looking like you're going into the playoffs or in making a championship run, I think AJ Green's the perfect trade target for you, especially because he came out and said that he wants a long-term deal with the Bengals because I'm like, AJ, come, yep. come to the Pats. Come win a championship. <laughs> no. Why do you want to stay with the Bengals? You know who's too loyal? There. Fitzgerald. Yeah, yeah. No Fitz, rings. Fitz, Fitz yeah. Or exactly. Fitz. So, yeah, um, at pretty much by – Bengals and Jets. That's <laughs> what we're kind of saying. Yeah. Definitely. And the one Cleveland Brown. The one Cleveland Brown. The lonely Brown. I mean, you're not buying Chubb because he's a top. Well, you can't. Yeah. You can't buy Chubb. Uh, Corey, <laughs> you want to get into your sell high? Yeah, my sell high is uh, one of my favorite players this year so far. I've been on him the last couple of weeks. Uh, John New Smith. Start. Just... So, sleeper, start. Yep. It's so high. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm going to keep talking about Jonu Smith. He's come into a role that he didn't expect to be in um, with Delaney Walker out finally, and he's dominated in his limited uh, capacity. Well, this week, this last week, he put up 16.8 fantasy points and half-point PPR, seven targets, six catches, and a touchdown, 78 yards. He's at an all-time max value. Delaney Walker is going to come back at some point. We don't know when that is. He's still hurt this week. He's already marked as out. If you can sell him now for a startable wide receiver, like even down to if you start three wide receivers in your league, I might trade him for a solid wide receiver three. You start two running backs, I trade him for an RB2. Just to get somebody who's going to be on the field consistently versus somebody who needs a tight end right now, if you can make that deal happen, I think that's a good move for you. I agree. Uh, Craig's so high is David Montgomery. Uh, Pretty sure just because last week he had that big – game. I think he had 22 fantasy points, 22 plus carries. Um, so I guess some people might be very high in this guy now and, you know, could think he could do this going forward. So Craig's saying, you know, sell this guy now because I don't think it's going to be a 22 a week score going forward. Yeah. I mean, you could sell Dave Montgomery for AJ Green or Odell. And would you do that? Uh, yeah, I think yeah, I, would. I would. I would do, do that. On both sides. Like, if I'm the A.J. Green owner, I would sell him for David Montgomery. And if I had the David Montgomery owner, I'd sell him for A.J. Green. Does that make sense? So you're saying that A.J. Green and David Montgomery's value are equal? They're they're comparable. Yeah. yeah. So if, you're, if yeah. you're the A.J. Green owner, you need a running back. Yeah. Go look for David Montgomery. Exactly. Um, yeah. And I mean, David see, Montgomery... See, this- if I'm the David Montgomery owner and I'm not actively shopping him, it's hard to go out and go and buy. David Montgomery off of that, but if you're the David Montgomery owner, you can go out there and say, "Hey, give me AJ Green, tossing Joe Mixon, and uh, no. yeah, you know, and tossing tossing Chris Godwin, yeah, and toss him in, toss it in, toss in the number one wide receiver while you're at it." But uh, no, I mean, David Montgomery plays Philly this week, so maybe Craig's right. idea is to sell him before he has another dud. Um, but then after that, he faces. I mean, you can sell his schedule: Detroit, the Rams, the Giants, Detroit again, Dallas, Green Bay, and KC. Those are some solid playoff weeks for you. So, um, you know, solid sell high, Craig. I like it. I like yeah, it better like than your it. buy low. Appreciate it, Craig. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My sell high um, is kind of too late. He played on Thursday. It's Tevin Coleman coming off of a huge 42-point week, four touchdowns. Um, I was hoping to get this before the Thursday night game, but he had, what, six fantasy points last week. Uh, uh, Britta had more rushing attempts than him. So at the end of the day, I mean, Breida and Coleman are guys that you're starting every week, but I think both of them are, are at best back in running back twos. Um, I mean, Coleman had that huge game, but 
Breida get 15 carries to Coleman's 12. Coleman will get 12 to Breida's 8. Mostert's there. They're good players, but with limited touches like that, you saw Breida take, what, three big runs? He had to have those three big runs to have a day because then one has that run, one gets subbed out, one gets yeah. subbed in. So if you could have sold him off of that game, and I said, you know, you sell Tevin Coleman for o- OBJ, and I think the OBJ owner would happily do that. After this game, maybe not. It could be tough, but um, that's when I saw high. Yeah, I think it's a tough sell on Coleman after the Thursday night game. Um, but you're still going to have owners out there that are looking at Tevin Coleman and saying, I want a piece of that. So, I mean, there, we'll be talking about Tevin Coleman in the future and how to handle that. Um, because we're already planning what we're doing next week from a trade perspective because that – Next week is going to be your most important week. Um, most most people's trade deadlines are right before uh, week 10. So it, it's going to be the most important week. And in my sell high is Juju. Um, he's coming off a good game. Um, I'm very worried about Juju going forward um, for the rest of the season. Mason Rudolph, while, you know, yes, the, the team looks okay, it just... 18 points is his ceiling right now. Um, the dude is really only relevant when he's scoring a touchdown or making big plays, and they just seem like they're coming far and few between. Um, and after that, they go to Indy. They go to the the Rams, Cleveland, Cincy. They see Cleveland again. I mean, there's opportunity here for Juju to just absolutely bottom out. Um, and if you can sell him for... Joe Mixon, if you can get yourself a Lev Bell, I mean, I've always said that position for position is a very, very difficult um, sell, but the OBJ or the AJ Green owner might be sitting there saying, I would rather have Juju Smith-Schuster than OBJ or AJ Green. You might even be able to make one of those straight up flips. Um, But I think you sell Juju coming off of this 18-point game. Deontay Johnson is far more involved than I think a lot of people thought. Um, and so I think you, you take that hundred yard one TD game and you try and sell Juju as much as you can. I mean, he, I mean, he had nine targets and five catches. So the stat line looks phenomenal, but the overall year has looked bad for, for Juju and really the Steelers as a whole. Um, for sure. I could not agree more, Tom. All right. Start him. Sit him. Scotty. My quarterback start of the week is. Derek Carr, the Oakland Raiders. Um, I have him as quarterback seven this week against Detroit. Um, he's coming off a very good game, 23 fantasy points, um, three touchdowns last week, 285 yards. Uh, Detroit's not the best um, defense against quarterbacks. They give up the seventh uh, most points to fantasy QBs. Tyrell Williams finally healthy. As you saw last week, that was a huge piece for them to get that guy back. Darren Waller is just too legit to quit, so <laughs> he, he's going to be there. Um, Hunter Renfro, I mean, I don't see him doing that each week, but it, it he has the targets to go around. Um, Josh Jacobs is there, but I think this game plan, they're facing Detroit, um, it could be a shootout. Um, that's pretty much it for me. I, I think, I mean, a week like this where you have bye weeks and stuff like that and tough m- – Matchups. We'll get to our sits. Um, 
like I would rather start Derek Carr than any one of our quarterback sits this week. Maybe not Corey's, but <laughs> that's a tough one. That that's gonna be a good one. But uh, yeah, D- Derek Carr is my start of the week. Yeah, plus not to mention the bye weeks. Um, we've got three starting quarterbacks. Right. Out, right. So, <clears throat> all right, Tom. Yeah. So I'm starting Matt Stafford. Um, Scotty talked about this earlier, and I just don't feel like his start percentage is worthy enough for him not to be. Uh, in this column, uh, he's playing uh, Oakland, who is the second highest uh, or the second best defense Easiest, to yeah. play. I mean, they're allowing 24 point fantasy points a game. <laughs> Stafford's averaging 20 fantasy points a game. Uh, I mean, it's just it's just really a good combination to have um, a bad defense with a good quarterback and Detroit's defense isn't great. So, I mean, Stafford and Derek Carr are likely to get in a shootout, and I think Stafford's going to get the better hand of Derek Carr. Yeah, Stafford definitely has the weapons. To I mean, but Derek Carr's going to have no, to throw it. I, I do mean, like, these are great starts. I do like Stafford over Carr. I mean, I, I think I have Stafford as, as quarterback four yeah. of my rankings, or five. But, um, I mean, they're pretty close. Like you said, it could be a shootout. It might not be pretty, but they're getting at the yards. They're, getting, they're going to get the t- – Touchdown. It's so. going to have to be a shootout. And the running back they went to is on the IR now. <laughs> so there's clearly no confidence in Ty Johnson or McKissick. For sure. Uh-huh. And they brought in Ajayi. <laughs> I cannot wait to find out that Ajayi news. Sorry. It's Craig, still, your yeah. start is Jameson Winston. All right. Cool. Corey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my start is Sam Darnold. Um, I mean, we kind of beat this already into the ground, so I'm not going to go too deep on it. But matchup, he's playing Miami. Uh, for Enough some said. reason, he is 26% owned, so you can pick him up and start him this week. Go do that. Go do 74% of – or yeah, don't check my math on that. 74% of people, go pick up uh, Sam Darnold right now and start him against Miami. Move on with your life. Uh, quarterback <laughs> sit of the week for me. 26% owned, yeah. Yeah, it's wild. I don't I don't get it. Like, you're on bye weeks with Matt Ryan, Jared Goff, and Drew Brees slash Teddy Bridgewater sitting. So – We you- talked about this. He, he very easily could return – tight end or uh, quarterback top 10 numbers easily i mean you know what i mean like if you're streaming a quarterback it's miami and he has something to prove like hey i know i got torn apart by new england even jacksonville i wasn't a stud let me show you that i can tear apart a bad team in the division like let's go um but all right on to the quarterback sit of the week i've got lamar jackson and it really just boils down to that he's playing the patriot defense the patriot defense has impressed me Time and time again this year, I've been skeptical and said, you know what, look at the matchups, look who, look who they played, and then they've come out and impressed me every single week. So Lamar Jackson is probably going to be the biggest test the Patriots defense has faced this year, but I don't have enough confidence in him to start him, even given the stats that he's putting up this year. I would sit him I would sit him for Sam Darnold this week. I think it's safer. You don't know that Sam, uh, Lamar Jackson isn't going to go out and get absolutely bundled by Bill Belichick, a scheme he hasn't seen a lot of in his career, something dialed up that he's not used to. I think it's just safer to sit him. Yeah, and like we talked about earlier, they take away their best player on that team. How do you take away Lamar Jackson? You stop the run with Mark Ingram first. You make Jackson throw the ball. You make him beat you in the air, which they will do because they have one of the greatest second there is the entire league. Right. And they only have a couple options, right? I mean, a it's, hobbled, it's a Marquise hobbled Brown, Marquise Brown. Sneed, Boykin is there. 
Right. Wow. And, 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 and Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews. And Mark and Andrews. Mark Andrews. Bad, good luck against these linebackers. Yeah. He showed up. I had case. I had a drop last week, too. A lot of drops. In the end in, zone, too. Yeah. Yeah. That was so. bad. So that is a good set. I, I would agree. I, I would start, I think, everyone here. Um, I mean, Winston Jackson, I think, are pretty close, but we, yeah. Winston has a Winston tough matchup with Seattle, yeah, but you can't. He's, the guy, he's gonna have to throw the ball so, so much. So, uh, Craig Sit is Carson Wentz. Um, Carson Wentz was also, I think, Tom Sit last week or Corey Sit last week. Uh, he might have been my think, Sit last yeah, he was week. Yours. I mean, he's playing Chicago this week. Chicago, it's is, a tough, yeah, match-up. It's, I, it's a tough. I match-up. don't see Deshaun Jackson back either. Um, He's he's reportedly supposed to be back. Not that I think he makes an right. impact. I mean, he's but, still questionable. But in right. my mind, their bye weeks in, in week ten. Right. Why not sit Deshaun this week? Give him an extra week to heal, and bring him back on your playoff run. Um, well, that's. I mean, I said the same about Darius Geis, but it's the Redskins, so they might bring him <laughs> back too. But um, so that's his sit. My. Oh man, Tom. Sorry, I'm taking yeah. I, I'll let me. I'll let me. <laughs> Tom's let me take is. my quarterback. Sorry, you want to. You want to take him? Actually, this is. I mean, this is your. This is your boy. <laughs> um. So Carson Wentz is on my team as well as Tom Sip, which is Phil Rivers, and and I couldn't agree with Tom more. He is a good sit this week. Um. I mean, last week he put up what eleven points, and this was Craig's sit, I think, last week. So you and Craig switched your sits. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I'll just go into my rationale. I, I thought it would kind of be funny if we switched our quarterback sits, but oh yeah, because I do. <laughs> I do have yours. Okay. Um, actually, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, go ahead. Take it. All up. right. So Phil Rivers, no, don't sit him. He, he's perfect. Um, he's coming off of a, a dud performance last week. I mean, besides, he would have been good. Did you see the Keenan Allen and Mike Williams drops in the end zone? Unbelievable! Like I, I, that Keenan Allen one to pretty much win the game. That was a be, hard. That was a perfect throw, and then Mike Williams dropped an easy one too. So he could have had a way better game than that. Um, right. It it just it's if I'm Philip and he's one of the most competitive athletes on the field. I would want to be killing Mike Williams right now. Oh, yeah. Like he succeeded with Keenan Allen, but like Mike Williams has been just. It shows awful. how much they miss Tyrell. Yes. Yep. Him, like, he was the wide receiver two in that team. Every, everyone's saying Mike, but, 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 like, Tyrell is just so consistent. Anyways, uh, that's Tom Sitt, Phil Rivers. I see this being more of a running game against Green Bay. Tough matchup. Um, the fly is. The the fly is the fly still here? Mike. Oh, oh I missed him. Missed him. Oh, All right, Tom. Um, Tom will get to my sit. Yeah, so Scotty's sit is Jacoby Brissett, and uh, I'm starting this week out of necessity, but um, the news with T.Y. And, and to Scotty's credit, like Jacoby was a sit before this, so I'm going to talk about as if, as if T.Y. was playing, they're playing the but Pittsburgh Steelers. Right, he's not, but he was your sit even I know, before T.Y. was sitting. They're playing the you Pittsburgh did. Steelers. The Pittsburgh Steelers have allowed really nothing of their of uh, quarterbacks. They're allowing 14 points. Jacoby's only averaging uh, 17 points uh, a week. It, it's, it's a negative game script for Jacoby. The... Indianapolis Colts have been doing something special with Jacoby in that running game. They're just winning games. That defense has been good. That that offensive line has been good. 
if I'm missing your point, you can go ahead and chime in at any point. But the defense for the Pittsburgh Steelers has been very, very, very good against quarterbacks. And from a fantasy perspective, it's just negative to play any quarterback really against Pittsburgh. Uh, and now you take T.Y. out of the equation. I mean, this is even more of a sit. Um, every point Tom made is the point that I have <laughs> as a sit. No T.Y. also is. I'm like, all right, well, that's kind of <laughs> yes. solidifies it there. Yeah, but you had him before that. That's well, no, I no, yeah, 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 I know, I know. Um, yeah. I'll go into my running back start of the week is Jordan Howard. Uh, he had it over 20 carries last week. Uh, for a touchdown, and this is why Carson Wentz was a sit last week. It was more of a running game, and we expect that to be kind of the same um, this week. And they're playing the Bears, who have been, you know, they haven't been that great against the run, to be honest, and revenge game. That's the biggest reason why. Big revenge game guy. Yeah, revenge game always uh, seems to show an uptick. I don't know why. People, I mean, I guess – the NFL is an emotional league, so it makes sense. It's because of Deshaun. Every time Deshaun <laughs> faces his old team, he just goes off. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, Deshaun hates people who says no to him. Um, my start is Devin Singletary. I need it. I I was telling these guys earlier. I I the the research is sound. The note taking is bad. <laughs> um, yeah, Devin Singletary goes out and plays Washington this week. And and here here's my thing. Washington just changed their quarterback. Okay. They Washington feels like they have something to prove. And they're they're not going to be able to prove whatever they're trying to prove. Um the Buffalo defense is going to carve Haskins apart. And they're going to have to win the game on the and I shouldn't say Buffalo has to win the game on the ground. Buffalo is going to win this game however they want to win the game. They're just not going to allow Josh Allen to make any mistakes to give the Redskins an opportunity to come back in the game because Buffalo's defense is going to tear them apart. So this is a Devin Singletary type of game, and Washington is terrible, has been terrible against the run. So I can very easily see Devin Singletary getting up into that 8-12 to 12 touch range, and if that if he can do that, he's going to be returning 12 to 18 fantasy points for you. And 8 to 10, 12 touches is not a lot for a running back, considering carries and no. catches, because Frank Gore is likely to be involved. So if you want to encompass this in the Buffalo running back, whichever one you can get at your hands on, I would start them. I think after what Devin Singletary did last week, where he very minimal touches, turned it into something decent, I think you can go ahead and start him with confidence this week. That's what he, he, he did the same thing the first two weeks of the year. So he's... He kind of reminds me of a Kamara and Kamara's rookie year. Got those eight to twelve touches, but he can take one of those for just to for a sixty yard touchdown run. So, Tom, that is a, a great start. Yep, agreed. thank you, appreciate it, Craig. You're starting. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> you want to tell us what you cracked into there? Oh yeah, this is a cloud candy. Um, this is a top shelf favorite the last couple weeks. If huh? you yeah. if you have not had a cloud candy, you need to go get one. Yeah, go out and get it. And for like good. a four pack IPAs that we usually spending twenty bucks on, that's only like twelve or thirteen bucks. So for the yeah. price, uh, you you just can't beat that. That's cloud very, candy. Very good. Very good. Very good. <laughs> the stutter one was also great, but cloud candy far better. Right. Uh, Craig's start is Royce Freeman. Oh, this is a. I just traded him to you, Scotty. You want to talk about what you've seen him in? Seen in him? 
I mean, when I first played him, he got 18 points. <laughs> that's, that's annoying. Well, I told uh, you, I mean, it's because I traded so him. So <laughs> this was Craig's sleeper, I think, last week. He's making his start this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even think I'm playing him because I'm so high on Jordan <laughs> Howard's and playing him instead. But Royce Freeman is playing Cleveland. Um, not that great against the run, but Phil Lindsay is still there. Freeman got hurt last week and looked left the game, I'm pretty sure. So um, I think Craig's doing this pretty much because of matchup. And he just goes between Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman <laughs> got it. Um, each week. So <laughs> this week is picking Royce. All right. Great pick, Craig. Kind of. Um, my running back start of the week is Adrian Peterson. We kind of talked about this on one of the previous podcasts. He what, he had his revenge game last week against, against uh, Minnesota. And he ran angry, he ran heavy, and that whole week he was in a walking boot. So That's a good defense. And that's a good <laughs> defense. Now, we know that Buffalo's defense is very good, but against the run, they are the 11th most favorable matchup in the league. So Adrian Peterson should have some space to run. Still no Chris Thompson. Still no Darius Geis. Uh, Dwayne Haskins is not a real NFL competent level quarterback at this point in his career, so he's probably going to be looking for some checkdowns to AP, who has greatly improved in the passing game or the receiving game, however you want to phrase that. But I'm looking for him to see, you know, probably, again, 18 to 22 carries and look productive doing it. He should find some space to run just because you still have to respect Paul Richardson and Terry McLaurin outside, even just as far as locking them down goes. I don't think that they need to stack the box, nor will they, to stop Adrian Peterson. So, yeah, I'm starting him with some confidence this week. Do you want to push that with uh, Craig's sit? Yeah, so Craig's for some reason sitting him because Craig's a dumb, stupid idiot. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, I mean, I I see where he's coming from, too. Buffalo's defense is good. They're probably going to – Buffalo's probably going to have a huge lead. Um, Game flow will probably dictate that Dwayne Haskins has to throw the ball. I just think that he's going to throw the ball to uh, Adrian Peterson in, in the flat, checking it down, getting rid of the ball trying to score some cheap completions and let Adrian do the work. Um, maybe Craig didn't say yeah. it that way. I mean, I'll, I'll, cause I have a feeling I know where Craig's coming in on this is Adrian Peterson was also limited for a majority of the week. I mean, you're talking about a running back who really is probably only active out of necessity for the Washington Redskins. I mean, Chris Thompson's not going to be there. Darius Geis isn't going to be there. Wendell Smallwood probably going to be playing kickoff or yeah, punt return. Jack. He might I mean, well not be there. Adrian Peterson's really their only option. And if that's their only option is a 36 year old guy who's got a bad ankle, he then, so you know, he's week. not, I mean, I, I personally disagree with the sit, but I think where Craig is sitting there and, and he's looking at it just to give Craig's uh, opinion, uh, even though I think it's wrong, um, <laughs> is is likely that. Yeah, it's a fair argument. I, I will definitely give him that. But assuming that that is his argument, we'll never know. We'll make him defend it. We'll make him defend on. it when he comes back. Yeah. <laughs> Who's your sit? Um, so my sit was Chris Carson, mostly because I always play you know, my stars against my sits. Would I sit Chris Carson this week for, you know, in favor of Adrian Peterson? I would. Chris Carson has a tough matchup against Tampa. He again, has showed that he has kind of solved his fumbling issue the past few weeks. That being said, he hasn't really faced a ton of top-tier defenses, and I just haven't been impressed with him when I actually go and watch the games. He is getting a good amount of work, but I think Tampa is going to key on him more than anybody else. However, 
Um, the Seahawks did just add Josh Gordon. That could be helpful. I'm not really sure exactly how much he's going to play if he plays at all. Uh, that's just one little wrinkle, but I would still sit him in favor of any of our running back starts. And one more thing I want to touch on with Adrian Peterson versus Chris Carson. Uh, Chris Carson. Peterson's only owned in 55% of leagues, so you can likely go pick him up in so, your league. I, I don't get that. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. He's a starting running back with uh, nobody to split carries with, and he's owned in 55% of leagues. And that doesn't happen a lot in the NFL. No. And the volume that he's getting, again, it's not sexy, but... I think him kills. against Minnesota last week was just enough to... like. Even I think we were all like, all right, if he's facing Vikings, that's a tough, tough defense, and... He, did he, looked, he turned in 100 yards. Yeah. 100 all-purpose yards. And when's and the last he, time he only we could say 100 all-purpose yards? Yeah. Like, he was putting yards up through catches. Yeah. And if Trent Williams would ever get on the field. <laughs> well, he can't put his helmet on. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, seriously. Um, the fly. That damn fly. I can't even get hit it with my left arm. All right, Tom, get, get into your... Uh, yeah, so my uh, RB sit of the week is Sony Michelle. Um, here's the thing. Sony Michelle is averaging 10.7 fantasy points a week. Um, and you as the Sony Michelle owner is probably saying, well, that doesn't surprise me. But from the outside looking in at Sony Michelle, Sony Michelle has largely been extremely mediocre from a fantasy perspective and real life completely underwhelming. And they go and play a Buffalo defense that is only allowing um, 17 points to uh, Baltimore. Yes. Thank you. A Baltimore defense. That's only allowing 17 fantasy points to the running back position. This is the statistic that just blew my damn mind. Sony Michelle's snap percentage is 41%. <laughs> <laughs> so this dude literally is not on the field but to score touchdowns. Now, from a fantasy perspective, that's great. But if you think the Pats are going to be scoring touchdowns off of, on the Baltimore's defense on the one, two, three yard line and Sony Michelle's gonna fall forward without James Devlin there, you might want to rethink what you're doing. The only reason why he was good last week was because he fell forward three times into the end zone. Sony Michelle is not a good running back. He's a good fantasy running back. And and those are two completely different things. But I don't think that Baltimore is going to allow Sony Michelle to carve them up and allow him to beat them on the ground and score touchdowns. So I wholeheartedly agree with your sit from a fantasy perspective. I do not agree with you that Sony Michelle is not a good running back. I think he's phenomenal yeah. running back. I think he's, uh, he's averaged 58 I don't yards think he's fully, a game. I think he's a very good running back. And you have to remember that we've lost a starting left tackle – his fullback that he runs behind and his skill is to right, run out right. of right and that's fine so but if we want to say also, that sony michelle needs a world class offensive line and a fullback then sure well he needs yes, not he saying needs i'm good, saying like all right but any running not, back can go and do that he needs not marshall newhouse yes. at so what so if he's on a different team Adrian that, peterson uh, is better is a better running back than sony in a better nfl running back right now okay, than sony but, michelle but tom i'm saying if he's on the redskins too i'm not saying he's better than ap i'm not, I'm not at all, but a lot of these guys in the, the NFL, I know Melvin Gordon's a big person in this, Aaron Jones, Derrick Henry, they need the carries. They need them. Like, the first eight might not be good. They need to get in the game strip. Yeah, they need to a run the ball more. The, when you run it two times and get taken out for you. eight for eight plays or, or two drives and come back in and your knees are 
and he's got bad knees in the first I, I agree with you. I agree with you wholeheartedly. You know what his average carries are a game? He needs more 17 and a half. Ooh, God, Do you okay. know where that ranks? That's a top 10 I running know. back right, carry. Fine, 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 fine. Per game. He needs 15 more. All right. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm going to get 30 carries. He, a game. he needs to play in the late right, 90s. We're, or he's getting we're, 40 we're spending way too long. On, all right. Next, <laughs> yeah, next, 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 next. Okay. Way too long on uh, Sony. Sonny. My sit is LaShawn McCoy. He fumbled last week. Enough said. Um, and my wide receiver start. Can we just back up yes, real I'm quick? Yeah. So he is a sit of mine because at, at this point, why wouldn't they use Damian? Okay, over but here's McCoy? the thing. You said he was a fold. In yeah. our Hold Them Folding yes. segment, you yeah. said Shady was a fold. Yes. You would cut LaShawn McCoy right now? Yes, I would cut LaShawn McCoy right now for something better. Ty Johnson or LaShawn McCoy, who do you keep? LaShawn McCoy. I have Ty Johnson. I, would, I was it, very scared. I have Ty Johnson. No, no. I have Ty Johnson in a league because it, it just is a different scenario. I, I, I don't. I, I, I don't. I don't before. think that you can cut Lashawn McCoy, but I think the sit makes a lot of sense because so we we literally may not be talking about Lashawn McCoy being a thing next week. You cannot outright cut him because of a fumble. So we talked about this on uh, the podcast we did earlier this week, the previous one, and. You had stats on Andy Reid and LaShawn McCoy's history. Um, oh, deal. you want me to pull that up? Yeah, if you right, if you remember what they were exactly, I can't remember, but it was essentially saying something to the to the effect so, of Yeah. So it. so when Andy Reid and LaShawn McCoy were together between two thousand nine and two thousand twelve. Sorry, everybody just cracking into a bad decision juice here from <laughs> some From Scott. Um, back, <laughs> from Backlash Beer Co. I'm going to have to try that one. That sounds good. But uh, when Andy Reid and LaShawn McCoy were together from 2009 to 2012, so LaShawn McCoy's rookie season uh, to 2012, they were together for four years. LaShawn McCoy fumbled the ball six times. And what, what I went back and did is I said, okay, so every time LaShawn McCoy fumbled the ball, what did Andy Reid do after that? Andy Reid never gave LaShawn McCoy less than 12, 13 carries a game. That's 13 carries a game. You're talking about a back who can catch the ball. He had the most all-purpose yards that he has ever had under Andy Reid. So I'm not saying that LaShawn McCoy is that player. I'm not saying that LaShawn McCoy is going to come out and have 18 carries. But what I'm saying is that do not overreact from the, the fact that LaShawn McCoy got benched because he did by Andy Reid for Damian Williams. LaShawn McCoy came out of the game and got completely benched for Damian Williams. Damian Williams got the touchdown and saw every other carry after that. But you know what Damian Williams didn't do? Get any carry before LaShawn McCoy fumbled. So there's clearly a misconception on what this running back, uh, you know, what, what this backfield looks like. I don't know that you can start any Kansas City running back, honestly. With with any you 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 just can't. And I think the next week or two weeks are going to tell you a lot about what Kansas City is going to be doing moving forward. Andy Reid's not going to sit here and play this game anymore. I mean, if I'm Andy Reid, I'm frustrated. I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm saying, figure it the hell out, Shady. 
either you're gonna you're gonna carry the ball for me twenty five times a game, or you're gonna carry it zero. Yeah, and by all means, carry it like a normal damn running back. And this, yeah, <laughs> but this is also a case where I don't like when coaches, when the guy fumbles, he just benches him. I, I'm not a fan of that. I mean, AP has always fumbled in his career. I, I know he's not AP, but you give the guy the ball. Derrick Henry fumbles. They're they're giving the right. ball to him. Like don't lose any more confidence than he's already lost. Right. And they, I don't, but so that's the way that Reed has always been. Reed yeah. has always benched a guy after they've fumbled, but he still goes back to them the next game. And that's, that's the one thing from Reed. And that's when I was looking back at all the stats and everything with, with Shady and Reed about fumbling and how Reed has treated certain things. He still goes back to that guy. It's like, he's trying to send a message and we're spending way too much time talking yeah, about the so, Yeah, well, next, uh, I'm, I'm sure we'll, 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 we'll talk about the Chiefs probably next week. We'll probably be cutting all of the Chiefs next week, to be completely or honest. Or if he's available, pick him up. You, you <laughs> or knows. pick him up. All right, my wide receiver star, I'll, I'll go through it quick. Uh, Michael Gallup, he is facing the New York Giants. Uh, one of the worst off uh, defenses in the league against the receiver. Um, when they played in week one, he went for seven receptions for 150. 58 yards. I see him and Cooper having massive days this week. So um, start Gallup with confidence. Yeah, I'm starting Allen Robinson this week. He's been a target monster for uh, Trubisky. Um, They're heading into a matchup with – oh, why does it escape me? But they're they're heading into a shootout. Uh, They're going to have to pass the ball. I don't think they can go ahead and – run the ball 27 times because I think that Tampa is going to come out. They're going to pass about 50 times. They have Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. They're going to keep that overrated Bears defense in check. And I put it in quotation marks, but honestly, like the Bears defense has been overrated this year and they're allowing a lot. Tampa is going to score a lot and the Bears are going to have to do it fast and quickly. Um, And the way they're going to do it through the air is with Allen Robinson. Yeah, that's my bad there. Allen Robinson's playing Philly. Okay, yeah, they're playing Philly. So, so just take all those points and change it to the awful Philly defense is going to continue to be awful. I, I need to start taking notes when I do all <laughs> of my research. This yeah. is awful. That's my bad there. But, I mean, your points are your points are valid, except now we don't have to have it's, the Chicago Bears defense. Team. Uh, so, you know what? You want to listen to me, then, you know, listen to me. If you don't, you don't. I killed the fly. All right, uh, nice. killed the fly. The fly that's, is That's dead. the most important. All right, uh, Craig, your wide receiver start of the week, DK Metcalf. Okay, weird choice. Uh, I mean, I like I liked the DK Metcalf start. Why? And now Josh Gordon's on that team. He's so. not playing this week, though. Yeah, so. He's not said. playing this week. But yeah, DK got two touchdowns last week with like twenty yards. Yeah, so he's he's maybe, the most targeted wide receiver in the, in the red, red zone. zone. This is maybe his week Jinx. to go out and prove it. Um, hey, I'm still here. I'm still good. Don't let Josh Gordon take my snaps. Who who knows? But. Best of luck to you, DK. My wide receiver start of the week is Tyrell Williams. I mean, the dude's been a monster. He scored a touchdown in every single game he's played this year. Um, he's got a decent matchup going up against, who do we have here, Green Bay? Nope, that's wrong. Detroit. So <laughs> We are all over. The matchups, man. They're tough to track. I'm Boston Celtics. Uh, yeah. Now he's playing Detroit this week. Uh, Detroit's defense hasn't really impressed me, so... I would look for Tyrell to at least get another touchdown, and I would expect him to probably go for like 75, 100 yards, uh, somewhere in that in that neighborhood. 
um, just kind of based on what he's doing and the lack of other targets besides Darren Waller there. So, um, yeah, he's my start. Flip side, wide receiver sit of the week, Keenan Allen. He just – I mean, I think I sit this guy every week at this point. Um, I've got nothing positive. Is it five, five straight games with, with below 10? Yeah, something like that. He's not been good. He's not been getting targets. He's kind of banged up still, too. Yep, definitely still hurt. And he – seriously, since uh, Hunter Henry has come back, he has not – put a single stat line up that's, that's been impressive that you is see, a big yeah. hit for him yep. and you see and he dropped Rivers a, looking for yeah, yeah and he dropped a huge touchdown last week yeah but i mean even before then he put up seven points against miami like k miami, that's terrible yeah. four and a half against pittsburgh and then he's played tennessee and chicago which are tough but he's got green bay who's also a tough pass defense it's you just can't play him like you have better it's options a, yeah it's wait, all of our wide receiver starts see. are better options um, Craig's yeah. sit is DJ Moore. Um, well, let him talk about that if he gets us right. But um, all right, Tom, going to your sit. Just to, all right. So Tom's sit already played, but he did put this up before they played. So yeah, we can vouch for him. It's a big hit, Tom. Yeah. So Larry Fitzgerald was my sit, and um, <clears throat> this was a tough one for me because I actually ended up cutting him. Uh, he was on a couple of my rosters. He. I don't think that team likes Larry. Like, I think they're just like, okay, we I mean, want to move on. The first two weeks. <laughs> See you later. Like Larry was the biggest steal in any fantasy draft. Oh, yeah. He killed it in the last couple of weeks. I mean, he's just he's not done. He's not, he's not even being looked at. And that's that's my bigger issue is he's not being looked at. Like, he's not even the second option. It's even Christian Kirsch not even be, it, It's Keyshawn, Keyshawn Johnson, Johnson and it's Isabella Bird, or it's Bird. It's crazy. It's, it's Charles Clay and Max Williams over them, the tight ends. It's, it, it's I, ridiculous. I, I, so, I mean, if you had larry you started him i apologize if you have larry and you sat him i would be cutting him for somebody on a sunday or monday night game you can always see see if you can move him on name too and be like oh well the first two weeks were really good see what you can get out yeah you gotta sell him as like a wide receiver which is fine yeah (laughs) it will um my sit is terry mclaurin and i think he was one of our sell highs um a couple weeks ago which is good because the last two weeks, he has one point and 5.9 points. He's playing a Buffalo defense who is great against receivers and has a rookie quarterback. Sit Terry McLittles. Yeah, I sold him for uh, Chase Edmonds. That really played out for me. That's I like that. And my bonus start is Jameson Crowder. I will not spend time on this. We've talked about the Jets. Start Jets against Miami. He's a target monster, especially in PPR. He's a great flex play. Tom, your uh, bonus start. Yeah, my bonus start is Alexander Madison. Um, So they're going out and they're playing Kansas City. And the Kansas City defense has been just not good at all. They're allowing both running backs. Right. Who who they played to have two great games. So Madison... It, this this is this is just phenomenal by Mike Zimmer. Alexander Madison could legitimately be one of the rookie of the years if he was a starting NFL running back on any other team. If he was put on the, I wouldn't say Bears because I don't trust Nagy, <laughs> but if he's put on Oakland. Oh my God. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. If he went and took Josh Jacobs' spot, like I, I could, I could sit here and argue that Alexander Madison's better than Josh Jacobs. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's they would, how good they would probably Alexander get Madison's the, ex- been. the probably similar p- 
production as Josh Jacobs is getting now. Yeah, I mean, Alexander Madison last week had three consecutive runs called uh, called back for holding oh, over three those yards. Those are big. I mean, over 10 yards. Yeah, big yeah. runs. Yeah. And, and he just looks so powerful. And I love that ta- guy. And when we talk about don't, like, you're not going to just randomly rip open the Alexander tape, right, to see that he had runs called back. But you need to, like, uncover the hood at some point for some. Alexander Madison is seriously entering flex consideration on a weekly basis. Yeah. I mean, granted that he's getting the ball, you know, eight, like 8 11, to 10 yeah. times. I mean, there's games where he goes out there and he tosses complete duds, but so isn't Keenan Allen. So, <laughs> so I mean, there are a lot of better other players that are just tossing out duds. I love Madison as a start this week. Yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Um, you re- but it, yeah. see, <laughs> but if you had Alexander Madison, he's, I think that's a very obscure start. Tom, it's a bonus start. Yeah, for a bonus start. I mean, he's so he's not your RB. These start guys for are reason. these guys are mainly this, this your. This is true. This your, is true. I'm sitting here. Yeah, your bi week flex plays. Like, do you start this guy? Like, do you think about well, starting him or he's not? not? You start on a roster. Go get him for the third or fourth week in a row. He's, yeah, if he's, he's, if he's, he's, he's sitting in your free agency, get him now. Barely owned, I think. Uh, Craig sit. Craig's bonus start this week is. Um, Deontay Johnson, I think Tom kind of said this before. Um, Juju is a sell high. You you see them targeting Deontay Johnson a lot more, and he's with the targets he got last week. He looked explosive. Um, he knows where to be in the field. I mean, I think that's go read my enough. sleeper rate up for him for last week. Yeah, too. so if you go online, topshelffantasy.com, read Tom's week eight sleeper thing on Deontay Johnson. He he. Hit the nail in the coffin. So, um, Craig's start is a good one. On the head. Uh, Corey? He's not dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. so I, I thought we were just still talking about Larry Fitz. <laughs> so, uh, my uh, my bonus start of the week is Chris Conley. Um, he has really gone out and killed it the past two weeks. He's been seeing a lot of the ball. Seven targets two weeks ago. Uh, and then last week he had, let's see real quick, seven targets again. Um He's been getting in the end zone, especially if D.D. Uh, Westbrook sits. He sees a huge uptick in value. So I would look to keep your eye on D.D. Westbrook's status because if he sits, he's he could creep into wide receiver start kind of territory at that point. But for now, he's a good flex play. He's available in – he's only 31% owned. So he's available in 69% of leagues. Nice. More. <laughs> and uh, he's, he's a good quality start. Yeah. My bonus sit of the week, however – um, oh, Scott's trying to tell me here to go back to the Alexander Madison thing. He's thirty-two percent owned, so you could easily go pick oh, him up. Crazy! I, I was, uh, I was like Tom, like, yeah. I had no. I saw you saying thirty-two. We we're playing like, snaps. Do you want <laughs> Sorry, couldn't get it. But yeah, to get into my uh, bonus sit, I've got Mark Ingram again. All the points I made about Lamar Jackson, just transfer those over to Mark Ingram. Patriots defense, take away your top targets. Stop Mark Ingram. Make Lamar Jackson beat you. Yada, yada, yada. Sit the guy. He's not going to do much. That being said, if he gets the ball on the two-yard line, he might pound one in. But even then, I wouldn't expect him to do much. He's a touchdown-dependent running back, and that's not somebody you want to put your fantasy hopes on. Yeah, I mean, if he goes for 40 and a touchdown, hey, you, man, you were wrong. Yeah, (laughs) it's like, well, watch the tape, buddy. I wasn't that wrong. Uh, Craig Sitz, Mike Williams, I think probably the same points that uh, Corey has with Keenan Allen, so I mean that entire offense is yeah. being sat by all of us. Tom. Keenan's a sit. I'm sitting Philip Rivers. Mike Williams is a sit. Makes sense. I'd play I'm Hunter sitting. Henry. That's about it. 
Yeah. Um, I'm sitting Alshon Jeffrey. Second week in a row, right? Yeah. I mean, listen. (laughs) I like Wentz, (laughs) but Wentz isn't like a fantasy quarterback that you really want to start tying yourself to. He's just finding the open person. Tell the Zach Ertz owner how good Carson Wentz is. Carson Wentz has been okay as a quarterback, but as a fantasy supporting... He's like, yeah, he's pretty good. (laughs) Right, exactly. I mean, as a quarterback who can support a fantasy asset, Carson Wentz really isn't that. They're entering a matchup against the Bears. Um, I know earlier I get both defenses confused, but uh, Alshon Jeffrey, he hasn't really done much lately, so... We complain to the media pretty effectively. Well, that's good. That doesn't that's always fantasy yeah. points. <laughs> um, and, and our last bonus sit minus Mark Walton. Um, oh, good. Pick the guy on Miami, Scotty. <laughs> I mean, no, it's mainly to tell, to tell people he's a starting running back. I, I know, know you might have to start him, but don't. I would go out there and pick up Chris Connolly if he's available. Ty Johnson. Over. J.D. McKissick. Would you start Ty Johnson over Mark Walton? Yeah. I think it would. Would you start my sleeper? It's a better, over it's a better over Mark Walton's man. I, w- I haven't gotten to that yet. You commented gross on him. <laughs> I, I did. did not. It was him. <laughs> oh, no, oh, that was me. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God, no. I mean, I think it's, I started <laughs> Walton over him. All right, no, let's, we, go, let's go to our consensus. We have to redo this. Tight end start. All right, so we have two tight end starts because we just couldn't get into, you know, I think one of them pick. is clear as day now. But yeah, yeah. Johnu Smith. Like, yeah. Oh, oh, Corey talked about him. For me, if you're not starting Johnu Smith after what he's done for you the past two weeks, you're, you're doing you're, it wrong. you're being disrespectful, <laughs> and uh, you need to play. <laughs> you need to play the guy. I've harped on him enough. If you want more opinions on me, go back or more opinions on Johnu Smith. Go back and listen to our other podcast. Talk about the guy every single week. You um, were selling him high too, though. Well, he's still a sell high. I mean, your sell highs are good starts. I right. mean. Get, right. get no, exactly. I mean, exactly. I mean, you get the value if you can get it. If you can't get the value, then you start him. Exactly. Absolutely, 100%. The other one we have is Cameron, Cameron Bray. Bray. There's no uh, OJ Howard. out. Yep. Um, and they're playing um, Seattle, who gives up the fourth. The fourth. <laughs> the fourth. The fourth most fancy points to tight ends. And he's shown a nice. I'm just uh, teaching my daughter how to read. It's an or, <laughs> Scotty. Wait. Wait, <laughs> but Braid has a nice uh, chemistry with Jameis Winston too. In the past, like you've seen him look for him and hit him consistently, even with OJ. So Howard on the this field. guy's seven percent owned. While OJ Howard, who hasn't been playing and has been sucking, is like forty five percent owned. I, I, I don't. I went after the Yahoo League owners in the uh, the <laughs> yes, waiver article, did. and I'd like to just bring that up again. These people are incompetent. You like you are not watching football if you own OJ Howard at this point and you don't own the starting tight end. It's gonna happen, man. It's gonna happen. It drives me crazy. Twenty six percent Sam Darnold. Come on. Um, Our sits this week. We kind of talked about this. uh, Mark Andrews facing the Pats. I mean, they give up the least amount of points to opposing tight ends. So this is a guy who's been like a top five to six tight end throughout the season. I would start. May I'll pick up Bray tomorrow. I don't know. At yeah. 7% owned, <laughs> I, mean, I, would I would start, start John New over both of them. I would start either yes. of them over either of our sits. Yeah. I mean, Andrews has shown a case of the drops, which I talked about earlier. Ooh, last week was bad. He had three drops last week that I can remember, and one was for an easy touchdown. One was for a first down that killed the drive, and I don't remember what the other situation was, but he should have caught the ball. That the killed Andrew, Andrews was a sell high that we missed. Yeah. I mean, he. We should have been saying sell Andrews high. I mean, Tom did against me <laughs> pretty much, and 
our fantasy league. Well, it's a good way uh, to lose faith. Not high. Like, <laughs> not, no, you got like. Okay. I mean, I needed depth, but you, but you drop clutch, you drop clutch passes like that, and that's how you stop getting looked at in the offense. Yep, nice and nice and quickly. They have um their other tight end there too, whose name I can't remember. Not Boyle, but the Hayden Hurst. Ball. Hayden Hurst, yeah. yeah, who was picked before him in the draft yep. two seasons ago. But um, and he's been looked at a couple times. Yeah, but he was hurt last year. Anyway, anyways, our other sit is Zach Ertz. This is a guy that. Has less than ten points. I mean, five or six weeks in a row. I think he was a sit last week. Maybe not. Yeah, you can't know. trust him against. Anyways, guy. you you bench the guy until he shows you that he can still do it. Right. Um, we'll get into our sleepers and our dart throws. And Tom, I'm gonna start with this. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Darren Fells. Um, and I. After writing this, I didn't know what the the ownership percentage was of Darren Fells. Uh, and it turns out to be quite a bit. But if you have Darren Fells and, like, a Zach Ertz, there's no reason in the world for you to be starting Zach Ertz over Darren Fells. And I my, my sleeper article is literally two sentences. So I'm going to tell you all of that that you need to know. Darren Fells has been targeted in the red zone eight times. He's caught seven passes in the red zone. Five of those passes have gone for touchdowns. This guy doesn't drop the ball. And so for anybody who's new, the red zone is the the opposing team's 20-yard line to the end zone, right? So they're catching a touchdown. This guy's catching a touchdown 70% of the time from from the opponent's 20 to the end zone. He's catching the ball... 100% 100% of the time from the 10-yard line to the end zone. And 100% of the time, it's a touchdown. If Deshaun Watson needs a touchdown inside the red zone, he's looking at Darren Fells. That's the guy you need to be going out to get. Yeah. yeah. That's my argument. That's my sleeper. And so, I mean, I, I think a lot of people see that maybe. Yeah, I mean. this, But is they're good. not starting him. We could put this guy as a start, too, for the tight end. Right. So, so, I mean, Tom text us before and saying, you know what, I mean, I need to switch my sleeper out because, you know, he's owned too highly. So Tom will switch out him with Madison then. Yeah, I mean, I want to toss Madison in there because I want to talk about Madison. I know, but but you picked a guy who's a backup running back for your start. So I think that's... Yeah, that's that's uh, only fair. So my uh, sleeper is another Jets. Let, let, let's J E T S. Demarius Thomas. He has been quietly. Uh, he's been very good. Very, <laughs> not very good, but I mean, like um, I mean, he he's getting over six targets a game the last four games. He finally is healthy. He finally has a healthy Sam Darnold. Again, I won't talk too much about this because we talked about the Jets a lot. Um, faces Miami. I mean, will. Is Love Bell, DT, Crowder, and Rob Anderson all going to have great games? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they play Walk Miami. Walk it in. <laughs> Miami. I mean, Rob Anderson's going to go for two catches for 120 yards and a touchdown. DT's going to be like four for 40 and touchdown. Crowder will be like six for nine. This is this is a game where the Jets need to make a statement. Oh, it's they, a, they have it's, to. It's a, it's a division rival. Like, So if I miss on my start, I want to hit on my sleeper, okay? <laughs> I've lost a sleeper so many weeks in a row. So I should hit um, on one of my buy yeah. lows because it was all the Jets. So, right? DT is a – he I, I have him as a WR4, so he's a strong uh, – 
flex play. Right. And when I said this very week. good, he's very good at what he's doing. For a guy that, he's that's being targeted that's in, not a, on, in a bottom barrel offense. Yeah, he's barely owned, too. So if he's out there and you're thinking about um, starting, let's see, a Mike Terry Williams. McLaren. Ter, uh, Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin, I would... Probably start to marry us over. Craig, so Craig's start uh, sleeper is Anthony Miller. And this was Corey's a few weeks ago, right? Yeah, and I, I love Craig's start this week. So, Corey, actually, if you why don't you take this one if he was your... Yeah, well, I mean, it's pretty much a matchup-dependent pick, but it, it makes perfect sense. What Craig's argument is is that the Eagles are not good against the pass, and he actually mentions that they're allowing the fourth most air yards in the NFL. Um, they have the second most completed passes against, so... Anthony Miller, you've seen his uh, – he uh, well, Craig, again, I'm just reading your points for you here. But uh, his playing time's increased. He's playing nearly 30% more snaps and getting four more targets a game since week four. All he has to compete with for touches really is Allen Robinson. So it makes sense. It's a good start against a weak Eagles secondary. And Miller's been a very dynamic guy. He did have a couple – I think the week I started him or I, I had him as my sleeper, he fumbled twice. So – Thanks for that, Anthony Miller. But <laughs> as long as he doesn't do that, you should see him. Never and actually, even in that game, I think he had eight targets. So you're still seeing seeing him get nine nine targets. There we go. Um, so you're still seeing him get the ball even when he's fumbling. So there's no reason to think he's not going to expand his role. Um, and Philly gives up the, the most points to wide receivers. So there you if go. there's a week to play Tony Miller, Tony, it's this week. Yeah, it's going to Tony. He's a sleeper. We're not saying start him. Yeah, but he's he is a he's sleeper. A, beware. Yeah, beware of this next one, Gordon. <laughs> yeah. So my sleeper <laughs> of the week is very much Kalen Balaj. Um, yeah, they they. I com- hate it. Tom commented oh gross God, next to my my sleeper up. pick here, but you just saw Kenyon Drake leave. You see Mark Walden, who's not a talented running back by any means, getting a lot of touches. If slash when. Uh, Brian Flores realizes that Mark Walton can't run the football. Kalen Balaj is really the only guy left there. And you saw him show flashes of greatness last year in very limited work. He can catch the ball. Mark Walton can't. He sucks. Oh. <laughs> he can't catch Well, the yeah, Kalen Balaj has also proved that he, that he drops the ball a lot. Why, we'll put him at that. I, 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 I don't want to, like, destroy you. <laughs> <laughs> but all you're looking at is an expanded role against the Jets defense, who's currently ranked as the ninth most favorable matchup for runs. You've got a decent shot at a good week for him. I would say as a sleeper, I'm going to put him at like a seven to eight point output, and I'd call that a successful week for Kalen Balaj. Oh, yeah. I mean, even lower than that. I mean, you get five points from Kalen Balaj. I think you're happy. Yeah, um, so these sleepers... Yeah, they should be if, only like five to If eight you start Anthony guys. Miller and he gets you eight points, you you're can't be mad because like... These aren't guys that are, that are, are going to be a 15-plus guy. No, the, these, these are guys that are fringe, fringe like flex plays. Right. Yeah. Listen, you want to go on to Yahoo and look at their flex rankings so they can tell you that Christian McCaffrey is going to be number one yeah. and not to start Michael Thomas? Then go ahead and do that. But we're giving you like legitimate people that you can go and pick up off of your waiver wire and – Insert into your lineup somewhere. I mean, we have somebody in our league right now that has six guys on a bye week. He can't even fill a full roster. And he's sitting there going, I'm probably going to have to cut somebody so I can start a full roster. These are those guys. And I hate Kalen Balaj. (laughs) No. That's what I wanted to get back to. Trust me. (laughs) Trust me. I hate him too, but I still think he has the potential for a big week this week. Uh, Kalen Balaj, I mean... 
I he's shouldn't due. Say, I shouldn't say I hate Kalen Blage because coming out of college, I I sat there and I said Kalen Blage is going to be that underrated guy, and then I saw him in the NFL and I said he's not <laughs> anything. Um, hey, Miami Miracle coming at you, baby. Miami Miracle, baby. I, uh, I'll tell you right now, Mark Walton's not. So um, <laughs> Mark Walton's we'll bad. get we'll get into our dart throws. My dart throw is uh, is uh, dart dart throws. <laughs> Why are you making gun sounds? It's like we no, no. should be doing archery. No. How are you gonna make a dart sound? <laughs> we just we'll guns. call we'll call up Brandon Cooks. He's got a concussion. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, dart throw. <laughs> Tom, <laughs> I gotta cut out this whole segment. <laughs> uh, I'm starting no. Uh, my dart throw is Miles Boykin. Um, if there was a guy to get a it's touchdown, a dart throw. if there was a guy to get a touchdown in this game, it could be Miles Boykin. Again, a dart throw is literally a guy that's gonna have a big play or could get you a touchdown. Miles Boykin actually has two touchdowns on the year. Yeah. And both of them came in the red zone. So, this so week, <laughs> if Lamar Jackson has the opportunity to scramble around in the Patriots end zone, red zone and toss the ball to somebody who isn't Marquise Brown, it's probably going to be Miles Boykin. So like this week, Andy Isabella would have been the perfect dart throw. He had oh, one catch Andy for 88 Isabella. yards and a touchdown. Yes. Great. Yeah. Two weeks ago when I started him, or dart threw him, he was, he was <laughs> when not. When we all picked the yeah, uh, all Cardinals receivers. Uh, Scott, right. you? My, um, <laughs> can you do Craig's first? Yeah, sure. Craig has <laughs> Jacob Hollister. Jacob Hollister, um, tight end for Denver. No, yeah, I'm just. I have no idea. I'm perplexed by it. I guess maybe he's thinking, you know, new quarterback, tight end, safety blanket. Throw it to him. Noah Fant apparently is not going to be well. So a factor. We yeah, but we've talked about this before, right? He also plays for the Seattle Seahawks. So other team. I don't, I don't know Craig's rationale on why this is a dart throw. It's a dart throw. He's Scotty. Scott so Miller. I had Bobo Wilson just realize he was cut. <laughs> <laughs> no, he wasn't. Dude, was he really? Last, like, over, like, during the bye week he was. And we saw him play. Like, oh, he was on the field. He, he was a punt returner, kick returner. He was a sleeper for you at the beginning of the year. He was year. a dart Did throw when yeah. I'm like, no, I got, I got to uh, switch this guy out. But uh, So I'm playing the other guy. Scott Miller. Is that, is that his name? Is, is is it Scott Miller? No, no, he's he, he's a musician. Yeah. So Scotty Miller, Tampa Bay uh, wide receiver, is my dart throw mainly because Winston's gonna throw the ball, so uh, he might catch one. All right, all right, all right. Scotty Miller. Um, so my dart throw of the week is Cordaro Patterson. Um, I like to kind of cheat with my dart throws and pick a guy who also returns kicks <laughs> yeah. hope he breaks let me, let me pick the guy who's gotten a punt return and a kick <laughs> return on the year but I mean at least from a wide receiver standpoint maybe he gets on the field once or twice and burns that terrible Philly defense that's really all you can hope for well and listen He's this is speed to do it this is a dynamic guy who's gonna get the ball in like situations where you need that dart throws are guys that have a probability of getting a touchdown Cordero Patterson's probability of getting a touchdown is high yeah, higher higher than most for sure. Right, <laughs> higher than Kalen Blush. <laughs> I honestly, I'm almost, sorry. I, I did honestly almost switch them and have Cordero as my sleeper, but I'm sorry. Know. I hate the I hate I hate Kalen Blush, dude. I don't blame. Well, him. since you hate so him, so does Brian going Flores, out there and he's he's going for 102 two touchdowns. Oh yeah, now. no, I, I nobody wants to know how wrong I've been on a week to week basis. Actually, we can tell you. No, I was actually going to say, I think our start and sits are very close, Scotty. I crushed it last week. 
I don't know what they were. I don't know what they are after last week. We keep track of our start and sit, but so we can brag about them. But a, I, they, it, they've been it's good. a top shot. It's not you know Tom's winning. I'm better. Tom's better. Corey's better in sleep. It's, it's you know no. That's absolutely that's exactly what it is. Come on. I mean like don't, don't try and spread. <laughs> it should this out be a top be a team. Sh- thing. All right, fine. Oh, I Scotty goes hundred percent. Yeah, it was a top shelf thing. Let's all piggyback on Scotty. He's not gonna allow that. <laughs> no, because I went eighty percent last week. So <laughs> I if there was a week to do it, I would. Anyway, anyways, all right. Um, I think that that's it. Yeah, Corey, about, you want to take us out? It. Yeah. Um, no, I'm good. You can take us out. <laughs> Corey, <laughs> no, I'm just wow, bangs it down. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. I took us out on Monday though. I figured yeah, somebody else might want to. I, I put him on the I put him on the hot seat on Monday oh. too. <laughs> I was like, no, cool. I heard that first yeah. thing the next day. Like, yeah, right. no. not, that's not bad. In any case, though, um, for Scotty, Tom, Craig, who's not here, Corey, this has been Top Shelf Fantasy. We hope that you uh, like some of our advice here. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Top Shelf F N T S Y. Also check out our website topshelffantasy.com. Please look at all the podcasts. Please reach out to us tomorrow morning. Look for us on Twitter and Instagram. We want to answer your questions. We want to help you guys out. And as always, stay fluid, stay loose. I'm more fluid, you know I'm better